friend You don't ever let them stress you You are now listening to Ford with CC A spot where you come to talk and be free Put your headphones on and turn up the V You can cheer for the winner, she turned up the heat See, see how they win, we all watch the clock And the three-point shot, they took jaws a drop And the crowd go nuts, cranked up but not yet Since 2020, she been had it locked You are listening to See, she got the best news Wake up, don't you press news Don't ever let them stress you Hey guys, welcome back to Sports Talk with C. Your girl is back with another episode. And on this episode, I got to chop it up with my boy, Poppy Pay, athlete, now owner of the ABA team. We got to meet at the WNBA draft. And it's so great when you go to functions and you get to meet people, genuine people. And now here we are. Now he's on the next episode of Sports Talk with C. Um, he grew up in Worcester. You know, he always speaking about how nice he is. You know, he's that guy. He puts the um, ball in the basket. But when he got to high school, he was in for a rude awakening because he rode the bench. Um, but, you know, that just goes to show his work ethic because he never gave up. Um, he went on to play for URI. He went overseas. But, you know, he's a dad. And, you know... Us daddy's girls need our daddy's home, and he came home to be um, with his baby girl and, you know, give back to his community. Um, he is the hometown hero, so here we are introducing Poppy Pay. Good evening, Poppy Pay. Thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C. Uh, it's a pleasure to come on here. I appreciate you inviting me. Of course. So a little backstory, guys. We actually um, met at the WNBA draft. I seen his kicks and I was like, oh, I got to go over here and stand with the cool guy. And here we are. He's on the show. So thank you. Tell us who you are and where you're from. Uh, so my name is Poppy Pay, obviously. Um, I'm from Worcester, Massachusetts. Uh, I was raised in the, I was born in the Ivory Coast, but I was raised in Worcester. Um, and I'm part Liberian as well. So I'm Liberian and Ivorian. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, pretty much everything about it right now. That's where I'm from. Uh, I love my city. I'm a youth leader slash, um, youth mentor in my community. I give back as much as I can. Uh, pretty much got the key to the city two times in my city. I got hometown hero. Um, I do, I like to do a lot within my community. So, yeah. Okay. So where does the love of basketball come from? Uh, the love of basketball came from, I believe, I used to play for a team, um, like a church league team when I was about like 13, 14. That's when I actually started loving basketball. I started playing basketball, like just to play at like, I think age five to seven. Um, but I really got the real passion of basketball after I played in that league because um, I, I was a pretty big kid and I, I knew how to score. I put the ball in the basket is what I do. Uh, but yeah. After one game, I was playing with my brother, uh, Robert. Shout out, Robert. Um, and me and him was going back to back. So he'll score, I'll score, he'll score. I think I ended up with like 43 points, and he ended up like 22. Yeah, at the age of like 13, 14. I was like, all right, maybe I maybe I just keep playing this sport. So you scored 43 points on your brother. How did that feel? I felt great. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, and he's, he's my <laughs> young He's my younger, he's like one year younger than me. So again, but he's not obviously my blood brother. He's my like 
my right. friend that we call yeah so uh yeah so me and him was just going back and forth and we just like we love to compete against each other i beat him 100 percent, but yeah <laughs> so in that moment you said you knew that you continued to play ball so after that where did you go with basketball after that, I went to play for uh, South High School. I went to high school. I played for my freshman year. I, J I played JV bench. And craziest story is I thought I was the best player in the world because I was dominating 43 points in um, Terce League. I went to high school, and then I couldn't put the ball in the basket to save my life. But one thing about me is I like my work ethic is immaculate. So that year, going into my sophomore year, um, actually, my freshman year, I broke my wrist, like, in the middle of JV because I went for a chase on block, tried to block some kid, came down and, like, broke my wrist. So I didn't Ooh. even play for Sophomore year going into um, high school, I started varsity because that summer I was just training by myself, no trainers, coming down the street, just dribbling, dribbling, working on my handles, making sure I could shoot, making sure I could um, put the ball in the basket because that's what I'm good at. And then I started varsity. Junior year, I became one of the leading scorers in Massachusetts. Um, senior year, I was number two leading scorer in Massachusetts. And then um, we we won our division, so we won uh, districts. I'm not a, not yeah, I think we won our conference. So we went eighteen okay. and three. I only lost my um, senior year, and it was because the first two games we didn't have chemistry. And then one big game, uh, they cheated us. We lost by three points. They reserved for a different day, and that's the only. <laughs> <laughs> different story for a different oh, day oh yeah. okay um when you had that wrist injury and you had to um sit the bench what was it that kept you going to even train and want to work out and continue to get better and come back stronger and you know make the varsity team and then look you went 18 and 3 all right pretty much what kept me motivated is like i don't like to not be good at something like I'm like a perfectionist. So if I'm playing or doing something, I like to do it to the best of my ability. So again, my freshman year, I wasn't that good, even though I thought I was great. So when me figuring out coming into a rude awakening and figuring out that I'm not that good, I had to change that. So I work harder, 10 times harder every day. I, so I used to wake up at like four or five in the morning, and go for jogs. My mom thought I was crazy. Like I was trying to play for the NBA or something, but that was my mindset. I had to go. Right. So, and when yeah. you and when you lost that year, when you say you were cheated, um, you know, how did that make you feel? And what was the next moves after after that? Excuse me. Uh, and honestly, um, playing for the team I played for. So I played at Worcester South High School. Um, every time we got on the court, the, the refs didn't like us much uh, just because mm -hmm. our inner city kids and they think we're um, gang members or whatever. Right. And uh, while I was playing, like, we we went to three overtimes. So I hit a buzzer beater to go to first overtime. The other kid hit a buzzer beater. Came down, got an one buzzer beater for the um, second overtime. And then the third overtime was playing. The kid, like, it was tied up. The kid shot a three after the buzzer has already rang. And then the ref counted it. Like, the ball didn't even leave his hands yet. The buzzer went off, and he shot it. And then the ref counted it. That's how we lost that game. But it Again, it was, it was normal to us. We we expected stuff like that, but right. they always like every time I step on the court, I have a chip on my shoulder. My thing was like the game should have never been that close in the first place. I should have did more, you know, stuff like right. that. So 
I always blame myself, and then blaming myself has helps me better myself for me to take accountability for my actions. So, yeah. And then did you move on to go to college next year, or did you take a different route? Uh, so I went to college for, like, half a year. I went to URI for, like, half a year. Mm -hmm. uh, me and didn't really connect like that. Um, so I went to play over – I mean, I played at the team that I actually currently own, the Worcester Majors. I played there for, like, I think, like, three months, and then went overseas to Portugal. And then played in Portugal for a couple months, and they came back. Some pretty much the only reason I stopped playing because I recently um I have a daughter and I didn't want to be so far away from my kid. So I was like, I'm gonna take this year off, figure it out, and then boom. It's my second year off, and then the second year I ended up purchasing the team, which is kind of crazy. And I could play for the team if I like, but I'm not going to because I'm more on the business end. I don't like to make the business a pleasure. And on the basketball court, you have to pretty much like build team bonding and team connections. Now I don't really want to fire somebody that I like. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we're going to rewind, rewind, excuse me, for a second, because I just want to go and speak to, um, have you speak to, um, you You know, you stayed at, you went to college and you didn't really like the relationship that you had with your coach. How important it is to keep that fuel, to keep that chip on your shoulder, to continue to want to play um, when you don't have a coach you don't like? All right. So for me, I had a literal like my coming into that year, uh, me and the coach, the coach recruited me heavily. Uh, we mm -hmm. summer league averaged a triple double. I averaged 27, 11 and 10. Like, Ooh, OK, I see you. Yeah, I do what I, I, I do. I see you. Right. No, that's right. <laughs> I, do what I, do. I was like, I was confused. And then it was I, I believe like going into the season, he switched my position. I, no, the first three games, I'm not going to lie. I started the first three games. I'm not going to lie. I had, like, college. I was Jitters. scared. I got right, in the call. Okay. I was like, oof. Yeah. So I came on. I didn't put the ball in the basket, but I had assists and I had rebounds. But I wasn't scoring the ball. You know? Uh, I, I believe I had zero points the first three games. The, and then he benched me for the fourth game. And then he didn't play me at all. So I went to the gym. I started playing. I was like, no, I was pr um, practicing, practicing, practicing um, with the coaches or whatever. The fifth game he played, he played me. I had 17 points because that's when um, that's my that, I had 17 points. And then the following game, he played me again. He still didn't start me. I had, I think, 25 because one of my friends passed away and I played that game for him. So I played, had 25 points. Boom, we won that game. And then after that, he stopped playing me for the rest of the year. Like, not for the rest wow. of the year, because I remember. Yeah, he stopped playing me. So he benched me. I was on a bench in practice. He wouldn't look at me. He wouldn't talk to me. I was confused. So I kept working out, kept training, boom. He's, I was a point guard. He switched my position to the center. And then I was guarding, like, six, seven, six, nine kids. And he was mad at me that I couldn't guard him in practice because they just turn around just – they're here, you're here for a and reason. He, if you're, right. Yeah. And I'm only like six two, but I, I was still scoring on them. I put them on the basket, but yeah. So stuff like that. I just had to stay motivated. I got had to pretty much just look past it, kept working, kept working. I realized that it wasn't working. So I just left that school and tried to go a different route. And how was going to overseas? How was I mean it wasn't a long experience, but the experience fun. it was fun. What was the if what if you could uh give three things that you enjoyed about being overseas, what would it be? 
uh honestly the crowd wasn't that um much but the people loved you like you're like they know i'm not from there but they Value always you like differently yeah like, and then i didn't really like i didn't have to buy anything because everything was paid for mm -hmm. i had my own car I had my own. it was pretty fun like and then whenever you like walked outside all the kids i like i'm more like community oriented um right. all the kids always just like ran up to you was like oh my gosh can i get your autograph i felt like a nice celebrity <laughs> <laughs> and that must have felt really good huh Oh yeah, and, the, and then the time that you were playing basketball, um, if you could describe your game in one word, what would it be? Uh, I'm a certified bucket. I put the ball Ooh, in the basket. Certified but, bucket. I know that's right. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I know, I, like, I'm. It's not even like I just could shoot. I could, I, I could jump. So I come down. I'll jump over you. I'll okay. wait. Shifty. For sure. Uh, okay, all right, all right. So you can score, you can score the bucket in many different ways. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Big guard. All right. Big guard. That's what I'd like to hear. Okay, so we're gonna oh, fast yeah. forward now. Um, you said you, you know, you played for, you know, the majors. How was that experience before we get into you currently owning them? Um, the majors experience was pretty. I'm learned a lot. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, playing at that level is different from playing like college or playing for whatever. Like you're playing with like grown men, you mm -hmm. know, uh, people that actually are trying to strive to get to the next level, to the G League, to get to the NBA. Like you're playing against like competition. So I came in again. I was young. I started playing. I'm only 23 right now. And nobody really knows that. You didn't even know that. No, um, I didn't. I thought you were <laughs> definitely older than that. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I started playing. I was like 21 and okay. then I, uh, 22, 22, I believe 21 or 22 going into 22. And I was playing against like 34 year old men or like people who went to the NBA and pretty much just want to continue their career. But mm. against like real. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Okay. I learned that I had to um, get better defense. I had to um, actually work um, scoring the ball without dribbling so much. Mm. I do. I it's it's a different game and a different intensity. Faster pace, stronger guys. I can't just big body somebody down there and go get a layup no more. No, I have to beat them off the dribble and then go get a layup. Mm. I, post, okay. Post moves. I'm like six five guys guarding me because I'm stocky, and they're not gonna put a smaller guy on me because I'm putting them in a post. So I had to change. My game. I had to change up my games. Come in. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> That's what's up, though. That that to what is something if you can't really learn from it? You know what I'm saying. So not only will it make you a better business owner, but it also makes you a better um, teacher. A better, you know, you said you like to give back to the youth. Now, now you can take what you learn and give it back to the to the youth, and then look at that these young kids will have a better game going into high school, college, or whatever they want to bring their game to, you know, at the next level. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we're going to jump into you. How did you even get the opportunity to own the team? So the GM and me were really close while I was playing. Um, he loved my game. He literally okay. said, like, the following year I was supposed to be team captain. I was young, so I couldn't be team captain then. My intensity, like, my, when I play basketball, I have passion for it. So I'm always loud. I'm like, yeah, I'm the hype man. 
Okay. And I can I'm see always, that. Yeah. And I'm always like, I'm like a coach as well. Cause I know the game so much and I see basketball in slow motion. So okay. when I'm playing, I could tell, like, I could bring the ball down and be like, you go this way. When I drive, I'm going to pass it, you just shoot it. Like, I would tell them what to do. And the exact same thing I said is the exact same thing that's going to happen because I'll come down and he'll hit the shot. And I would tell the place, like, so he just pretty much just loved how I play basketball. And he was like, oh, I see a lot of potential in you. He, um, This, this, and that. And after I left, he was like, he was selling a team because he purchased another team in Boston. And I kind of like, as a joke, reached out to the, because they put a post up on Facebook or something. I was like, oh, I wonder how much it will cost for me to buy this team. And um, he was going to sell it to some guy um, in Maine. So the Red Claws mm -hmm. could be, like, it could be the majors and then the Red Claws. Um, and they could all be in the same city. And then he called me randomly because he was like, oh, um, I heard Poppy wanted a team. And he called me, he was like, oh, Poppy, you still want the team? I'm like, oh, yeah, I was just joking, but yeah, I'll take it. And then he gave me, he was supposed to sell the team for an absurd amount of money, but he gave me a great deal on the team. So I was like, heck yeah. So I kept it in my um, community. I got a different type of um, connection through the basketball team as well. So that's how I acquired it. And how does that make you feel? Honestly, in the beginning, I was extremely excited. My mom lives in North Dakota. She was going to fly out here. We was going to do the whole big shebang and celebration. But I sat down and realized, like, I just got a piece of paper saying that I own a team. It doesn't mean, like, I'm a billionaire. I got to right. work. I got to have my first game. I got to um, establish all these things. So I told everybody to hold off, hold off the celebration because my job's not finished. I'm just beginning, you know? Right. And even after then, I probably still keep – I'm a workaholic. I'm just – this isn't – this is not my only business. I actually own a um, car rental company and I own a restaurant also in my city. Um, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much. I'm, I feel regular right now. I'm on top of the world in my mind, but I can't, like, pretty right. much get out of trajectory. I need to stay focused. If I get too happy, I'm going to get settled and then I'm going to stop working. I'm not settled yet. Does helping you playing the game for so many years has it helped you be a better owner or it doesn't have any correlation to owning a basketball team owning a basketball team is a whole different ball game i'm not gonna lie to you uh it has nothing to do with playing 100 has nothing to do with playing it's more about the business aspect and um what i've been learning i've been learning a lot more um i never ran a basketball team before i don't even know what it means to be an owner i'm still learning off the fly um, I, I call the general manager, the old general manager that owned the team before, asked him for a lot of advice. Um, and when I do things, I like to go all out. Uh, mm -hmm. We're actually in the process of um, trying to purchase a building right now, me and my team. Uh, so we can have a home gym instead of playing in like high school or playing right. in the college, something like that. I like everything professional. Um, yeah, it's a lot, though. There's a lot, a lot that goes behind it. You need a solid team. You need people that are really supportive. Uh, it's extremely stressful, as of any other business. Right. Um, but it's I I believe it's gonna be worth it. Like, I believe since I've acquired this team, like since I purchased it, um, I have a contract with Zero Gravity. So mm -hmm. I I give younger youth that don't have jobs or like low income kids, uh, jobs. So I, they do the score books and stuff like that. And me and my team personally wake up at like six in the morning to go to go um pretty much take them to work on every weekend. So, yeah, pretty much. I just love, like, giving back to them. and The whole 360 back to the community. 
Yeah, every time. I don't do nothing if it does not affect my community. That's one thing That's about what's up. That's yeah. what's up. And I, what... I, and, um, where, like, I came from literally nothing. I came to America. No, I didn't speak English. Um, me and my mom and my sister, we didn't, like, my mom didn't know any English. I had no money uh, trying to figure it out. I was one of those African Buddhist guys you didn't used to refer to. Um, if you if you know, you know. I know. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty much making something out of my life. So as I understand people come from nothing, but even though you come from nothing, you always become something. So I get I back. Shout out to you and all your hard work. Um, what are some goals that you um, set for the majors, your business side in the next, for the next five years? Uh, my next five years, uh, like I said, I want us to have a facility. I want us to actually be up and running winning championships. I want us to like, all the players that I signed have to do 90 minutes a week of community service, no matter what. Nope. Got to be in nope. the community in your contract. Um, what else? Like, I just I have a lot of ideas in my brain. I wanted to be up and running. I wanted it to be a community oriented. I wanted to be the best it can be. But I don't have a specific like. I just think above and beyond. You know, right. like. As soon as I get the facility, it opens up avenues so I could have after school basketball for the kids and have all type of programs running and stuff okay. like that. I have a um, girls basketball after That's school. Fire. They don't have that around here either. Like That's fire. I don't just want to do for the boys. I want to do it for the girls as well. Yeah. I got hey, a lot of I like that. I was waiting <laughs> for it. I was hoping you said it. I'm like, okay, when is it coming? <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, that's what again. I was I was at the WNBA draft for a reason, seeing like, um, what's it called? So I know the background of women's basketball as well. I started mm -hmm. wa watching women's basketball because I was one of the people that I was like, oh, I'm not gonna get into women's basketball hard headed. But then it's pretty fun. Like it's they, it's they tough. Play. It's different now. They're, yeah, they could play. They're monsters, you know. So I'm really into um women's basketball now. Uh, yeah. How can if someone wanted to either play, donate, you know partnership with you or even you know reach out for more information how can they find you let the listeners and viewers know because it will be on youtube how to get in contact with you so um you could contact me on my email ppay at wilsonmajors.com so it's ppaye at wilsonmajors.com or we have a website if you want to donate and connect with us it's um uh, wilsonmajors.org uh so and we we have a donating box we have everything on there uh, if you want merch, we have merch on there as well. Uh, to sponsors, our sponsorship packages and stuff are going to be on there um, very soon. We're still working on our sponsorship packages because, again, we're still be beginning. Uh, I'm always looking for partners. Again, you just email me. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much where you can find us. And then we have an Instagram. You can always DM us, DM us on Instagram, uh, What's the Majors, on Facebook, on What's the Majors, everything What's the Majors, pretty much. Okay, guys, you heard them. What's the majors? Um, and if a young lady or gentleman came to look into you either about owning a business or playing basketball, what is something you would tell them? I'll tell them, go do it. Like, it, even if you're, like, all the time in business, they think because I'm young that I can't, like, do what I do. But then you just prove them wrong. Like, is you? I didn't start my business with a whole lot of money. It doesn't work like that. Um, pretty much, I started my business like my rental company using somebody else, 
it was a whole different i'm using somebody else's um like necessities to make them money and then eventually they let me start making money and then i just grew from there so i helped somebody else and i worked with somebody else is what i'm saying to learn what i needed to do to get the education yeah for me to give uh, make sure they're all right as well and to make sure i'm good in the long run that's what's up. Well, you heard it, guys. You heard from Mr. Poppy Pay himself. With the majors, you want to learn more, make sure you check out the website, the Instagram, the Facebook. And thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C and sharing your journey with me. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Before I let you go, guys, I want to say thank you and I want to um, let you know that I am more than appreciative to everyone who follows your girl, who rocks with your girl, who is genuinely there for your girl every week, who listens to all my drama, who listens to my show. Um, and I want to say shout out to my manager, Jarrell Grimes, shout out to King Nate Productions, you know, Jarrell wrote and performed my song. And King Nate Productions um, produced my intro, and I absolutely love it. Every time I listen to it, I just vibe out all the time. Shout out to the squad, MTNB Sports. So make sure you just go check us out, not only on YouTube, but our website, you know, and just check out what the whole entire team is doing because we have some phenomenal, phenomenal sports analysis throughout the whole entire squad next week we have mr kyle gumpton coming back to share his continuous journey with us so stay tuned until then see you out <laughs>